Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is August 18, 2021. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Ready and Newman PC is conducting free conference calls from the past uh, nine years. And if anybody has any question, please raise your hand. Um, the newcomers, if you have never asked a question here in this one, um, please uh, let um, in the chat know. Um, Gayatri will prefer the person who, um, who are newcomers who have never asked questions. And you have to show your face also because there are some people who are telling the newcomers when we see the face, they are different people. So please, you have to show your face and you have to mention to her, your newcomer, she will give preference to people. Sachin? Yeah, hi. So I have a question. So uh, my, my firm got filed this year, February, 2021. And uh, I-140 got uh, permanent, obviously, I-140 got uh, recently approved. And uh, based on that, uh, we filed uh, H-1 extension and we got uh, received on uh, 13th of August. Uh, so that's the history, but uh, my max out is on the 17th of August. That's yesterday. And I-94 extension, I-94 end date is uh, 27th of August. Wait, 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 you're going too fast. Your oh, I-140, your I-140 got approved on August 13th. Is that what you said to me? Uh, no, one week prior to that, uh, 6th August. So your August, your I-140 got August in August 6th, okay? And your, yeah. and H-1B is expiring when? Uh, 17th uh, of August. That was yesterday. Uh, okay, but so. Yeah, but before that, on 13th, uh, we filed for the H-1 extension. So I wow. got... Um, yeah, uh, so I got a receipt for that. Uh, so yeah, based on the receipt, uh, I've been working past, uh, like after the 17th also. The, uh, so I have a question. So my I-94 is valid till uh, 27th of August. So I, I, as we are still waiting for uh, this uh, H-1 result, so I just wanted to check in case uh, we got some RFE uh, or by any means, if uh, uh, premium result gets delayed beyond 27th of August, that is my I-94 date. So will I be able to continue to stay till um, till uh, we get the result? Or not only, not only will you continue to stay, you can continue to work also. Okay. So, that, uh, so basically the 240 days... Uh, Law applied, uh, applies to me as well, right? Uh, as I'm on the uh, receipt. But 240 days is August 7th and 240 days is eight months. Why are you worried? You can do premium processing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's already in premium. But yeah. So 
means i can in this case it this 27 august doesn't really matter if it no. go beyond that no, it's 200 it's 240 days after that yeah okay so in there the only concern i have because in case of i i get an rfe and things go delayed uh, still uh, we have time to respond still, back if you still have rfe under premium processing you have 87 mm. days you have to respond to it and they will still consider it 240 days okay. is a long 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 period for premium processing yeah 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 got it so yeah so basically i can stay uh, even though absolutely on the next, next person please yes sir you can stay okay. and work too next person Nazif uh is Nazifa hey this is Elias mm-hmm. uh Rahul thank you so much for your support sure my question I am EB1B and submitted my 485 in October with medical did you got I need to know the I140 approved or not guys yes. I get yes. really and I need the I140 approval yes Rahul yes I140 approved, approved long back uh So 485 submitted in October got my fingerprinting in April got EADAP uh, first question wondering uh, is still everything is current so why it is taking so much of time i know it's a very trivial questions to you i just bit concerned that's why i'm asking these questions to you it's 60 months is a processing time there <laughs> so, so do you think so, that will i get it before september end i hope i would like to kick you out of the line so that i can give you somebody else can get it but um, did you get your biometrics you said yes in april damn there's nothing you can do but you just have to go to god and pray and then see Rahul, if it works out i have been listening to you for many many years but i was not asking i was not supposed to come but even though i came just to ask and keep my, <laughs> but keep my mind. yeah but right now right now other than writing the letter to the congressman that which i am giving to give you a draft here um there is nothing much can be done though okay they normally give preference to the eb1 eb1s though they normally give preference to eb1s right 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 so next Because, question rahul uh, nbc the file is still at nbc this does nbc also approve 485 mhm okay. they can approve them they can approve awesome. the 485 rahul you always say everybody open the champagne bottle i kept a champagne bottle for you trust me you'll get it <laughs> okay sounds good thank, <laughs> thank you, you. appreciate it. next question yeah nagappa yeah uh, hi rahul thank you for uh, picking up question um my employer uh, filed my uh, 140 and they got approved the address that they gave um, in the 140 was a dallas address office address employer address the physical address where the applicant will work in the four in the 140 application now i have received an rfe for a 485 supplement j i'm still with the same employer but then due to the pandemic they closed their office in the in the dallas location where they gave in my 140 now uh, they have a office in houston so in the Did they closed after 6 months or before 6 months after you filed the 485 uh after 6 months okay so that's fine your i140 is approved is right Yeah, I-140 is approved. Yeah, that's fine. Now you can change anywhere you want. But it's the same employer. So now in the 485J, can I give a Houston address? That should not Absolutely. be a problem. That's not be a problem. Because the 140 supporting letter, they have said that we have... Dallas address. Dallas. 
that, that's fine. That's perfectly all right. Not a problem two. because it crossed the six months period now. Yeah, it has been almost more than two years since I filed the one four eight five. Yeah, and you got the medical RFE too. Yes. Okay, that's when you need to buy champagne. Yeah, okay. you're good. Um, so, so uh, do I have to? So, uh, since the offer letter initially includes Dallas location, do I have to uh, have my employer submit any additional uh, document or any additional? Don't letter? give any crazy ideas to them. Okay. They ask the 485J supplement, you submit the 485J supplement. They didn't ask about the change and everything. Uh, with with the Houston address, right? With the Houston address, yes, sir. Uh, thank next, you. next person, please. Janaki? Uh, thanks for the help. Sure. sure. So, uh, pretty, pretty simple. You know, I have two questions. Question number one, you know, I have a full-time employment, uh, you know, that I work uh, with a priority date of uh, June 2014 under the EB2 category. And then mm -hmm. I have a full-time employment. I gave, that's that's after listening to some of your videos on TV Asia. So I did that. So I, I have a part-time employment that I do. Um, and then this guy, the part-time employer, also filed my, my green card in EB2, stating that if I go to EB3, that might affect with the current labor. So uh, would I have any problem? Wait, wait, wait. I got confused now. Okay. In the, in the, you got prior to date of EB2 2014. Why didn't you file 485 in October of 2020? I, I worked for, work for an Indian big MNC company and then I worked. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got it. So now this other company, so this consulting company that you're working for. I, I, I got this idea of literally changing my employer. It's, it's your blessing. Thank you. So this other company that you're filing that you have, the new mm -hmm. consulting company that you're working, so they mm -hmm. they filed they filed an I-140. They're filing a reform application right now. They, they already filed my they, they filed my H1 as a as a concurrent filing. They did everything and that got approved in like two days. And then they they have they they filed my firm and right now they said they cannot put me in EB3. They want me to put in EB2 only because my previous was EB2. That's not right. Uh, that's not right. First thing is that the perm is getting approved in the EB2, is it right? That's what they said. Get the perm approval in EB2. No problem with it. Okay. Okay. So in then the I1, at the I140 stage, you can do EB3. Just because your previous thing is in EB2, hmm. no, you can do an EB3. That's what we have been doing all the time in October. I know. I know. That, that's why I wanted to confirm that because, you know, this, I mean, first thing, like, you know, after all this October last year thing has happened, I had to think take a concurrent employment, find an employer, do all of this. So I got it. Smart Thank thing. You. Smart thing. Last, so so absolutely you can do in EB3. No problem, none whatsoever at all. But now... And and, and, and how long ago you filed the form though? Uh, in, in January, February, I believe. Sorry, February. Is it not approved yet? Not yet. Most probably it will be approved in 10, 15 days. God's okay. grace. So, so second sure. question I have to you, I'm going to ask you two questions. Second question that I have is, um, you know, I got a great offer, which I, which is like, I, I couldn't imagine like a CTO of a company. So at this point of time, so should I, I mean, what would happen if I switch my primary employer? Would I have an impact on my concurrent guy? Because this guy is taking care. I was thinking to do it, but again, my mind says no, but my heart says yes. So that's why I was asking you the question. I would wait until the labor certification approval comes from this concurrent employer. Got if it. the labor certification comes from a current employer, then mm -hmm. you are free to join the next company. 
Okay. So uh, now, now my 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 we my passport Two has questions. an I ninety four. I mean, my passport is expired. Two questions. Okay. Next Sorry. person, please. Okay. Thank you. Vamshi Krishna. Hey, thank you, Gayatri. Thanks, Rahul. So this is about uh, my wife's H four extension, uh, Rahul. Mm -hmm. um so my uh, employer applied along with my h1 uh, he applied for h4 extension uh, this year february uh, and uh, they requested until uh, august mm -hmm. uh, so my h1 got approved uh, but my wife's h1 h4 uh, she got received but she didn't get did not get approval, approval okay Yes. And then uh, in the month of May, I switched the job from uh, company A to B. And, Did you uh, file for the H4? Yeah, they filed in the month of July. Okay. What's the question? Uh, so I, I I didn't get the receipt uh, which which I, uh, for H4 extension, uh, filed for second time. Uh, so should I worry at this moment? Did you get the H1 receipt notice? Yeah, H1 receipt, I got it. Why, do, why not H4? Because what about the, did the check that was sent for the H4, was it cashed? Uh, no, it's a, it's a check actually. Uh, so it they, is a check. It's a cashed. Yeah, it's, it's cashed. I, I, I'm, I'm not, not as sure. I, I have to ask my Well, employer. you need to check. When, when exactly the H4 extension that you applied for your wife though? Until what time that you applied the previous one? So the previous one I we requested until August tenth. Uh, the second one we requested. Uh, I did not ask the second one though. Okay. Because the if first... it was if it was August twentieth, you could till today go online and file the application. Uh, okay. So we so right first... now right now you're completely dark. You don't even know. The check has been cashed or not. So, so check, sir. Yeah, the, the first one uh, we H4 requested until August 10th. And you uh, told me that, you told me that yeah. it is still pending and you filed yes, another H1B extension along with the H4. The H1B's receipt notice is there. H4 receipt notice is not there yet. Yes. You don't know whether the check that has been written for it has been cashed or not. That's number one problem. Number two, okay. if you would have come to this conference call about 15 days ago or 10 days ago, I would have told you to go and file online one more H4 application. Since it's already crossed, first you go ahead and check with your company, lawyer, okay. whether the check has been cashed and come back to the conference call. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Because if the check is cashed, she's fair. Rama? If the check is not cashed, you may be in trouble. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, yes. So this time, uh, my employer, my present employer, he is non-profit and uh, he applied for H1. And also there is an employer. So wait, wait, wait. The present employer, who is your previous employer? Uh, not previous employer, just my present employer applied for H1B. Okay. So your uh, present it's employer, an, it's a cap exempt guy. Yeah, cap exempt. And also I got mm -hmm. other offer and he applied for a cap H1. Okay. So now both issues are in uh, pending. Uh, mm -hmm. I think in uh, by next week uh, my cap exempt H one will be get approved. Mm -hmm. So what what if cap also get approved? What if both approved and I'll be only choosing non profit for working? Yikes! 
You may want to have a consultation with me though. Here is the problem. If you never work for the company that has a CAPS object though, under these circumstances, you may be considered that you're never counted towards the CAPS. Okay. I may want to at but least work for one week for this company uh, and then work with this other company though. That's the thing that I may want to do if you can do that. Okay, and my cap was, uh, cap H1B was received on June 30th uh, application and mm -hmm. uh, the non-cap was received on August 12th. It's not when it's been received, it's when it's been, if you have ever worked for the cap subject or not, that will be the main question. Okay, so can't I work simultaneously because no. you know, it has completely different? Mm -hmm. okay. No, because you haven't filed as a concrete H1B you filed as a different H1B. So you can't work for both the companies at the same time. Okay. Okay. You can take a so one week leave, one week leave from this company and work for the other company. Uh, sure. That's perfect. Next person, please. Prem. And last. Uh, so if, right. if I, after, after working for one week, if I uh, quit the job, you know, if I drop the H1. So, can I switch to profit in future anytime Company. without? Uh, yeah, you, without you can you you can, you don't have to do anything. You can just switch to non-profit if you want to. There will be only like any one year limit, or I can use any time. Two questions. Next person, please. <laughs> I, I will have to limit two questions, guys. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Raul. Thank you, Gayatri. Uh, so, uh, my question is, uh, Raul, in one of your uh, YouTube live, you mentioned that. Uh, for any concurrent filing uh, for 140 and 485, it has to go to Texas uh, Processing Center. So I have a follow-up question on that. So even though if it's a fresh I-140 file, not a downgrade, then it also it matter. has to... Okay. And also it has to go to the same address. Gotcha. No option. So if someone has an option to file I-140 in advance and get it in premium... The, that would uh, be better. That, that would, would be better. Be better. Thank you. So. Next person, please. Nanda Kumar. Yeah. Hi, Raghul. This is Nanda Kumar. I have filed the 485 EB2 to EB3 downgrade with me and my wife. My I-140. 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 EB2 approved previously and I'm, I'm downgrading to EB3. EB3 I-140 approved or not? Not yet. EB2 is August 10. We upgraded. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going with the question. So my EAD got approved on May 10th and my wife EAD is still pending. Um, and other H4 EAD also expired. So right now she is in out of status. So she, is, she lost job. So is there any way we can expedite to get the EAD? You can try, but I don't know a method to do it. Okay. And also, still my 140 is not approved in the premium. So my date is going to current in the September 1st. So is, is it right time to get a medical right now? Um, you can get the medical. That's fine. Did you already tried for? Did you already tried for premium processing? You said yes. We applied August. Yeah, it's a, you yeah. can you can get the you can get the medical and submit it. Okay, so that means. Six, Within 60 days, we have to submit to uh, USCS, right? That is right. That is right. Okay. So you hope uh, that we will get a RFE maybe within 60 days? Even if it doesn't come RFE, it has to reach to the USCS. 
we can interfile the that's video. right okay thank you rahul next person please malini uh hi rahul good afternoon i have a question so while my h4 and h4 eid uh, applications are pending uh, extension or pending mm-hmm. i travel to mexico to get my f1 stamping because i joined for a phd program here in a university what was, what was pending you said h4 to f1 is right uh, no h4 and h4 eid extension was pending okay then you went and got the f1 okay yes i got f1 so i traveled back here i traveled on august 1st to mexico and then i was written back on august 5th and on the same day my h4 and h4 eid application was approved no. on august 5th on the same day all this happened so now i have a question is like on which status i am in when i checked my i94 because the port of entry the officer updated but, but are you still in the civil system uh, yeah okay do one thing to resolve this you got to drink a margarita <laughs> um that's called automatic revalidation make sure you are in the civil system okay uh-huh. um make sure you check with the dso go to mexico and come back okay don't do anything don't do anything just go to mexico and come back in f1 you'll get a new i94 it solves all the problem for us uh, okay yeah got it so right so if my dso confirms that i'm on a f1 like my service is active so still do i need to go back to mexico and come back i just i just wanted though because you're, there is a mismatch of the i94 there is a last action rule there's too much confusion there i still want you to go to mexico and come back and is there a way like if i can withdraw my f1 and use my h4 and h4 eid you can okay do i and for to- for that you still need to go to mexico for oh. everything margarita is a solution for you uh, and uh, right now in mexico there are like no h4 visa there are only available visas are for students good so question can... good question that's the reason i said margarita is a solution it's called automatic revalidation if you have the valid i94797 with you mm-hmm. if you go to mexico or canada and you're coming back within 30 days mm-hmm. they will give you a fresh i94 even if you don't have the passport visa stamping on the h4 and there's a new name i call it as margarita visa so i can come back on h4 in that case right that's right uh, okay so uh, like if i need, if i mean for example i need to continue my phd on my f1 even though i have to travel to mexico and then come back either way because there is a there is a limbo in it you want to get it out yeah okay yeah. next person uh, so last question is there a way that i can call national visa center or uscs to confirm this what confirm what uh, on like a, on which visa like f1 or h4 no there okay. is no surety nobody can tell it and there is another thing is that these officers are not supposed to give legal advices to people in fact i used to prosecute these people if then they give legal advices oh okay and one last thing like they didn't no that's enough ma'am oh, next okay. person please thank you that hello um yes hi um hi rao 
So yes, uh, ours is a straight EB2 case. Uh, we're not downgraded or anything. Our priority date is January 2011. Is we current. already, which is current. We already have our fingerprinting done. I have my EAD and advance parole. Mine we are still waiting. Mine is on the expedite yeah. process, which I did recently. It's been two months and I'm still waiting for an expedite EAD copy. Then so we're trying we're trying to understand whether we should be waiting for an RFE for the medical or should we go ahead and do an interfiling on our own because with the new um, you know the news that came out of USCIS they're trying to clear yeah up. it's it's kind of judgment call if you want to interfile or if you want to wait for an RFE um, I did um, uh, Gayatri did provided a link to you if you want to interfile okay. And it will have a list of all the things which we need, like whether we can file it ourselves or whether we can use... No, yourself. You can do it by yourself. Okay. And what are the list of doc docs I need probably? Like everything everything is in there in the link. Okay. Or everything. So, so Rao, just to that context, we actually, when we spoke to the agent um, at USCIS a few times, they, they outright told us, oh, there is no such thing as interfiling. We don't know what that is. You need to talk to your attorney. So we... Uh, you are. You are talking to you. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's right. the reason we're talking to you. Because they do know the word, what the interfiling is, and that's so, the... Yeah, we, we weren't sure if we were actually, you know, if this was worth something. Uh, we already scheduled our medical exams. We're going through that process. So according to you, you have done it in the past, and you're recommending it's okay for us to go ahead without that. It's okay. I mean, as long as you're willing to risk the extra money that you have, when you go to the medical thing, though, do one favor, ask the doctor to give a copy of that to, with you, though. They normally will give it to you. The reason is that if you go next time, they don't punch you all the things what they did. They only do some things. Correct. Yes, Raul, we already did the three sets. And yeah. a similar part of that question is that whether to send the documents to the MSC center or to the field office or to both. So we thought to send it to both. That's why we have a two. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you sent two copies. No, how do you know? So your case has been moved to the field office? Not, not yet. It's still with MSC Center. Yeah, that's okay. If she sent three copies, no, go ahead, go ahead, send it to them. Nothing wrong. That's a, that's a clever technique that I will try to use on other people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's not going to hamper the already no, no, on, okay? no, no. And yes, as a attorney, Rahul, how much percentage you have seen that people with RFE because. We don't know, like, if we send RFU, the is a 50 50 chance, or is it? Yeah, I would say, I would say 50 50 chance. Or whether they will still ask for it or mm -hmm. go through and we'll still. Yeah, 50, 50 50 chance. Okay, perfect. And the second question is that after September uh, 30th deadline, if somebody don't get the EAD or GC, are we saying that we are going to move back? backlog to the own world or is it saying that the no 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 you're, you're not going to move back because next year we still have extra 150,000 ring cards it's going to move forward only or it is going to even after September oh, okay okay oh, yeah. I think uh, yeah. you answered that and I'm going to enjoy the month uh, being in Jersey I don't <laughs> yeah, and we owe you that campaign <laughs> thank you thank you next person <laughs> to Texas yeah Margarita is a different though. It's a different word. I used it for a different word. I'll tell you as we further go. Next person, please. Thank you. Siva? Uh, hi, uh, this is Tejashwini. Actually, I have, I'm on H4 visa right now. Uh, and um, my H1B got approved from, uh, uh, new. it's a new H1B which got approved from October 1st. 
So my question is, um, is there a way that I can still hold my H4 and H4 EAD and start working on that instead of um, changing my status to H1B from October 1st? So that's called Margarita. Okay. <laughs> when is your H4 expired? Oh, it's in 2023. Good. So mm -hmm. you're, are you working with the same company that has, that has H1B approval right now? No, it's a different company. Can you work for a week for the different company? Uh, yes, I can, I think, yeah. There are two things here. Technically speaking about, if you stay in the country after October 1st, mm -hmm. you have moved into H1B. Your H4 is no longer valid. Right. Okay. So if you can work, that's fine. If you cannot work, I don't want you to work for the H4 company anymore because you can't work for H4 company starting from October. Right. Mm -hmm. On October 4th or 5th, okay? If you're mm -hmm. not working for the company though, I want you to go to Mexico, mm -hmm. have a margarita, mm -hmm. you come back and H4. When you come back and H4, you say that you're happily married with your husband, show the H4, you will get a fresh I-94, you will be on H4. That's one way of doing the change of status to H4. The second way of doing the change of status is, other than Margarita, is you pay me the money and I will take it and I will file the change of status to H4 plus EAD and it will take anywhere between eight months to 18 months for you to get it. Yeah, I already... In the meantime, if you travel, this H4 will be canceled, I'll be rich. Take your option, Margarita or Rahul. Uh, yeah, I got my answer. But uh, what about H4 EAD? Should I again apply it or can I use the same H4 EAD? No, you use the same H4 EAD. It's not been revoked. Your H1 is not revoked. Your H4 is not revoked. You walk up, have a, go have a margarita, fly back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Rahul. Okay. So it's called automatic revalidation. A lot of people don't understand it. You may not have the H4 visa in your stamping. I don't care. I already assume that you don't have the H4 stamping. Um, uh, uh, do you have a Gayatri? Do you have the automatic revalidation? Thing? I've sent it to everyone already. Yeah. The, the link is there automatic revalidation. I'm going to change it to Margarita from future. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Okay then. Jotna. Uh, hi, Rahul. This is Praveen. Uh, my priority date is Jan 2014. It's downgraded through EB3. And I did uh, a 140 is approved last week. Thank you. I need to know that first word. Okay. And I'm 20 days behind the uh, behind Prior the final action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so is it worth to do the interfile or should I wait for the RFE? Oh, interfile for the medical. Yes. That's up to you, sir. That's up to you. It's okay. up to you. It's and your judgment call. Okay. And the second second question is, I have the 140 approved. One you, you, can do, you can do what the other guy did. You know, he made three copies and they will give extra copy for $10 each. And you can do that if you want to. Uh, and when you go back to them, you provide one copy. You don't have to pay all the extra money. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And the second question is, uh, I my 140 is approved one week back on EB3. But 485 was filed in last October. So is it safe to switch the job now? I got an offer Absolutely. from 
go ahead switch it but like uh, the 140 won't be revoked because like that needs to be 180 days i'm already no that's a different rule this is a different rule 180 days is for a different rule that is not applicable you can change it right now okay thank you so much rahul next person please pinky hi rahul um i've yeah. been uh, i have a dropbox appointment in delhi for h4 renewal end of next week and in ds160 i'm saying that i i have been unlawfully present here for 160 days since my h4 was denied here uh, since i missed the biometrics since they did not send me the letter uh question is should i submit my latest h4 extension receipt notice and denial letter the missed biometrics letter along with motion to reopen paperwork which is pending a decision uh saying that it's a clear uscs error during the drop box should i drop it because if not will they call me for an in person appointment after seeing my unlawful presence on ds160 i have seen them i have seen them i have not seen them calling if you have listed in the unlawful presence okay there is a chance i would say that a 20% chance they may call you for the interview you can drop all those things if you want to okay you can drop all those explanations if you want to in the drop box but when you go for the interview though one thing that i want you to assure you, what was the uscis error they did not send me the biometrics uh, letter in mail but i had electronically filed and i didn't see the notice in time so i rescheduled it i mean i i they gave me 87 so, so, days to reschedule they sent right, me an email ma'am ma'am when you go for the interview though when you go for the interview though this is exactly what i want you to do there and if you do anything your chances of rejection will go up don't tell it's their mistake tell it's my mistake all they want to listen to is that that it's your mistake because if you go to one government officer telling that the other government officer is wrong is bad evil you're not getting any sympathy from this government officer Wow. You got the idea? Yeah. So, do you? I mistakenly, on a wrong advice, I have, uh, I have done mistakenly postponed it. It's my mistake. No, I did. I didn't postpone it. I, I, I electronically filed for H four, but yeah. I missed my, I missed my appointment. And and that I, is your mistake. And then they said they sent the letter home, but I, I did not receive the letter home. so i called and they sent me an email saying okay you have 87 days to reschedule please reschedule i rescheduled but they didn't send me yeah the- and, yeah but anyway it was your mistake that you missed it that's the easiest thing that for you to get h for approval if okay. you try to do anything else you have a chance of rejection very high make sure you leave before 180 days ma'am yes i'm leaving next week as per your advice and yeah should i drop okay. off along with the mtr should i drop off those or no am i confusing them the the denial letter and you can drop you can keep it in there they may not they, they look into ds160 they will look into whether you are honest or not that's the most thing that they are looking at okay you're honest it's like this okay did you steal my 100 dollars from the wallet is the question i asked you said i stole what am i going to ask how did you steal you know i have the video recording that you stole no it's over you already said you stole so that's where they they are more interested in the ds160 form that yes you violated the status they are satisfied with it they normally don't ask much questions about that because they my mtr my mtr is saying yeah. 
their mistakes so i should not submit them to you you think my, my mtr says it's, yeah, no, it's, it's okay it's okay you can, <laughs> when you file mtr we always will say it's okay submit it when you go for the interview i want you to behave differently in the mtr that's okay you can submit the mtr so chances are they will call me for an interview there is only 20% chance that they will call you for an interview okay i okay. take the next three callers guys chetan hey uh, this is uh, chetan hey round so uh, i have a question regarding my um, uh, downgrade like the i140 uh, eb2 to eb3 so recently uh, last year uh, in november my employer filed uh, my ead process uh, like an you know, ead card and but unfortunately it this april like 2021 i had to travel to india and i got stranded there for like three months so when i came back like in you know, a lost my employment by the time and uh, now uh, technically i am uh, under like you know 60 days um, uh, grace period and uh, i have like few other job opportunities in line and uh, my question is like uh, can i use that uh, ac21 uh, job portability uh, to take the offer or do i need i want you to i want you to consult me or emily on this one okay here is the creative arguments what we are doing but we don't know whether we're going to be successful or not one thing is for sure there is a good chance that we may not have to make any creative argument and here is the thing though it is the job offer that is required from the company they didn't took the job offer yet mm-hmm. yes no. <clears throat> so your i140 is already approved is it right no it's not approved it's still pending i so uh, i was wondering like uh, do i need to have like h1b transfer again or uh, can i do like no, i definitely want you to under any circumstances i want you to have h1b transfer Okay, okay. Just to That's be for the- sure. Yeah, to be on the safer side. Um, I want you to file a perm labor with a new company. Okay. okay. At the same time, I don't want to kill this 485 application. Okay. I also want you to file a 485J supplement with a new company. Supplement. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I want you to consult me or Emily on it because I, I we want we want both. We want to keep the 485. and at the same time have an alternative route if your forex fire get shut down you are on h1b okay okay started yeah and uh, what about if i travel outside uh, while like you know forex fire is in process if i travel outside the us is it going to be still valid or uh... yeah it's still valid as you came back on h1b is right yep yep yeah that's fine it's still valid yep. the advance parole is denied but otherwise it's valid okay so right Next now i'm spending so probably like fingers crossed for me you know yeah keep... you'll have to finger you'll have to keep both the things so you may you may get shot down in the 485 okay. Okay. next Hi. person please thank you i'm on i apply for adjustment of status on the ebc on october 2018 and mm-hmm. i went to the interview in july 2019 after that i got a request for evidence and we replied to that on august the same year and after that i've been waiting for two years and one month for any response and i i already applied for e request um one time they told me that it was a stock on background check and then last time they told me that i'm under managerial review so I'm, i'm sorry what what review under managerial review mm-hmm. and i don't so, know what to do if i keep waiting or if there's something that i i can do when you said you got interviewed in 2019 when did you actually file the 485 application 
October 2018, and I'm from Venezuela, so it's current. Oh yeah, it's been current all along. Mm -hmm. um, first thing I would suggest if you have not already done is either contact the ombudsman or the congressman, local congressman. I just did. <laughs> this week I contacted the ombudsman and like three weeks ago I contacted uh, two senators, not congressmen. Try only one though. Don't pursue with a lot more people than that, okay? Um, so wait to see what response comes from there. If you don't get a positive, in which district interviewed you? I'm in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, but my case is in Nebraska. Yeah, but still we have to go with the, we have to go with the Los Angeles processing period of time though. You may want to consider suing the USCIS though. Okay. That's the writ if, of pandemus, right? Yes, writ of pandemus. That's, I'm, li I'm a licensed lawyer in LA, just in case if we want to know. Oh, okay. I, I have my license in, uh, in LA and California in the district court of LA too. So uh, you may want to, but don't contact me if ever you want to contact our office for Victor Manibus. It will be Stephen Brown in our office. Stephen? Brown, but just Brown. Uh, uh, and before you do that, wait until you get a response from the congressman to see what it says. If they are adjudicating it, then you don't have to go through this rate of Manibus. Okay. And so I, I contacted senators, so I have to contact congressmen? Too? No, no, no. That's good. That's good. Don't okay. contact anymore. Don't okay. contact anymore. So at this point, okay. the, last, the last step is just reach for mandamus if I don't get any response. That's right. Okay. That's right. So I have to schedule a consultation or just send an That's email? That's right. You have, to, you have to schedule a consultation. It's there. The link is provided in the chat if you want to look into it. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. But wait until the response from the congressman. Okay. Hi. Next and last person. Hey Rahul, this is Sanjay. Um, yes, Sanjay. I recently got my you know green card, but I'm asking this question for a couple of my friends who are in some of the situations. So, number one, um, my friend's wife, she's on H4 visa. Uh, she, I mean, she's on H4. She doesn't have a visa. Uh, she has a she has a family emergency. Recently, I mean, two days back, she got her advanced parole and EAD. Question is, uh, during this travel ban, can if she travels out of country, can she come back? Does she have any children who are born in US? Yes, yes. Oh, she has an advanced parole right now. Yeah. Absolutely, she can come back. Can. Perfect. Number two uh, is, you know, um, in India for visitor visa, you know, for parents or anybody, are they, is it open or how do we know that? Like if they are giving any visas for them? No, because the visa expires. They're not giving any visas right now because they will say that their travel ban, they won't give it. Perfect. Okay. So last thing I have a comment though. Um, so I heard come, some people here saying that, you know, they have the 140 downgrade pending or approved, you know, and then they are trying to do interfiling and other things. So the same thing I suggested my friends yesterday, three of them, uh, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I just wanted to take your feedback on that. I asked them to take three copies, one file at Texas Center, other file in Atlanta field office, the third, keep it with them. If they get an RFE, they can submit it. In either ways, they could be covered. I just wanted to know if there is any downside for that. Their 140s are approved. Money. Okay, that's yeah. it. That, so that's not a constraint. So other yeah. than that, there's no problem, right? Okay. No, no. Thank you for giving creative ideas to people. 
and that's a very i did not thought about getting three three copies but that's very good thank you for informing yeah no uh, conference these conferences are education for me too guys thank you thank you thank you so much thank you guys the next conference call will be tomorrow at 11:30